Hello and welcome to Reiki Women Podcasts. And today, oh, it's Bronwyn Logan here. And today I have with me Joanne Wenner. And Joanne is from Minneapolis in the US. And she is a Reiki practitioner and teacher. She's also a, a holistic coach. And her business is called Prism. She's also on the Leadership Council for the Wellness Universe. Welcome, Joe. Thank you, Bronwyn. So wonderful to be here and talking about Reiki, especially Reiki and women. So you're going to talk about uh, specific pressures that you feel that uh, you have placed on you as a woman, and that might be by society or just yourself even or your family, whatever it is, and how the system of Reiki has uh, helped you work with that. Yeah, I'd love to hear. Mm -hmm. Great. So it all began in July of 2003. So I was in a very, very busy corporate job. I was the head of HR for an international medical device company. And we had been acquired by another company from Europe here in the United States. And so our whole North American operation was shifting to another state and closing down in Minneapolis. And I was the head of HR, so I was tasked with the closure and the training of employees in another state. And I was traveling back and forth constantly, every week, trying to maintain both locations and ramping one up, letting one close, you know, allowing that. So it was like an accordion. It was like this breathing in and breathing out and breathing in and breathing out. And... I, w I was pregnant in that year and the traveling and trying to manage family and that schedule and being pregnant and not trying to let anyone see that that was actually taking a toll on my body because I was, you know, going to be strong and, yeah. and uh, not let anyone know that, you know, my pregnancy was affecting anything. Because as women, I think especially more so maybe in my earlier years, I really cared about that, you know, about having that professional thing that meant there was no crack in your veneer. Well, I my health was really being challenged. And on the day that we closed the office and I was the last one there, I turned over the key to the office the warehouse manager took it and passed it on to the next person. But I went home, walked up the stairs of my home and laid down on the bed. I thought I'd rest before anyone got home. I, it was such an accumulation of emotions and everything else. And uh, six hours later, my youngest child was born. <laughs> so there was no downtime. And, and I was really actually physically falling apart having held on so much stress over the year and all kinds of things so when i went to see my midwife she said to me at six weeks you know you're not going back to that kind of work and i said i can't and she said no you, you can't you shouldn't and she said you know um why don't you think about what you want to do and we'll talk about it the next time you come in and so in that week, right after that, I saw somebody that told me about Reiki. And I thought, oh, that sounds so wonderful. 
and just what I need. And so I went and had a Reiki session and it was the most beautiful experience. Uh, just this opening and this, I was very vulnerable in a very vulnerable place. Rather than try to close and shy away from that vulnerability, it just guided me to open up and receive. And as a woman, I don't believe that we learn a lot about receiving. We learn a lot about giving and supporting other people, but the receiving end, not so much. Um, when it comes to you know, care, for ourselves and time to care for ourselves and you know just that support around care and self-care and so when i went back to see my midwife she said how do you have you ever thought about being a birth doula and i, I said what's that because <laughs> she'd always been with me um, but so what transpired is i i did become a birth doula and i became a reiki birth doula so I, I went through, I mean, while I was doing that, I, I was training and because it had been such a profound experience, I wanted it and I wanted to share it with others. So that was now uh, 19 years ago and 18 years ago, um, it'll be 19 this summer, but you know, it, it just really changed my life and it really has changed the lives of many people I've worked with especially women, I think, because invariably when they come to either learn it as a practice or, you know, when I'd be in their birthing room or going through postpartum or whatever, that opening into this, it's an opening into this discovery of what's always been there. And I think that's what I love about it the most is that it's, you know, many spiritual teachers, um, and I've learned a lot from both you and Franz, uh, and just that idea that it's always accessible. It's not something that's given to us from outside. It's an opening up of the heart and the ability to listen to what's already available to us. And, and like, um, I also love John O'Donohue's writings and Irish, you may know him. <laughs> um, and, you know, the idea that that thing, that Reiki, you know, that the loving compassion, the spiritual essence, whatever ways people want to think about it, we come into, to me, we come into the world with it. And we're always, it's always available to us. But we shut it down for many, many reasons. And we lose what we, we think we lose the access to it. And we forget about it. And if we can reawaken it and reimagine that it's there and it's I, I went back to John O'Donohue because he says it lives around us and that made so much sense to us it can't be contained it's like that Zen principle it's within and it's without it, it's both and neither and it's um, tangible and intangible at the same time but it can move mountains with us and as a woman it was just one of them it is probably the most life renewing um it is a thing that i ever went through because it's informed the rest of my life and my work with other other people especially women 
to help them understand that there is something already there. They don't have to go receive, I mean, they don't have to go and um, be given it. That what I'm doing is, is I'm only acting as a vessel for them until they can be the vessel for themselves. And it's my process to stand out of the way so that they can remember that we can receive. And and I, I just can't tell you all the ways mothering. Um, I have seven children, and I don't know how I would have done it without Reiki. I, I really don't. There's so many times during the day with clients, but when I'm at home, where I can just, with a breath, from years of practice, but just with a breath, remember that I have everything I need and things will move. We will move beyond whatever it is. Um, it allows me to stay in to stay in the happy place when I find the joy. But when I find the sorrow, it also allows me to sit with it and to in a way be it so that it can move through. And to do this with other women especially is it's a gift that keeps on giving as a practitioner. And it's just one of the most beautiful things imaginable to experience uh, just standing in awe of someone who is finding it themselves. You know, it's just, um, mm. there's nothing, it, I don't know, the, to me, there's just nothing better than that experience. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I, I completely connect with and a lot, you know, most everything that you say there and especially the things of uh, how, how many people, their lives, including yours and mine, when we've begun with, working with the system of Reiki, that the whole direction of our lives just changes and shifts. How wonderful is that? It's so wonderful. <laughs> it's so wonderful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. That was absolutely beautiful. And uh, I loved listening to your voice and, uh, uh, yeah, and everything that you've shared there today. So thank you so much, Joe. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pronan. What a wonderful experience to be with you here. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye. Take care. <laughs>